Well, good morning, everybody. Eddie Fusheng with you here. Welcome to the Eddie Fusheng Show. And today's topic, uh, a topic that I think I'm, I have uh, probably shared with uh, hundreds of people in the past, and it continues to be a topic that everybody loves to uh, hear. So uh, it's going to be the art of creation. Now, the concept of creation to a lot of people sounds a little weird, right? Because a lot of people think that they don't create their own world or circumstance. And I'm here to tell you that you absolutely do. Uh, obviously, we have God. Uh, if, you, if you believe in God, if you don't believe in God, obviously the universe. Um, I am a God believer, so I believe in God, that God creates pretty much everything that exists. And he also created the laws in which the universe governs and operates. And one of those laws is going to be really the laws of how we um, how we live our lives, right? There's a law of gravity. There's a law of attraction. There's a law of um, uh, sowing and reaping, right? There's a lot of laws out there that do exist, and they are absolutely uh, factual, right? It's not they're not myths. They're real. Well, some people call it the law of attraction. I like to call it the law of creation because at the end of the day. Uh, the law of attraction, there was a lot of the materials out there and books and movies and, and um, in a way they do share the concept, but I think they mislead people quite a bit because they literally make it seem as if you, all you need to do is just basically wish for things to happen and uh, think about them and they will appear in your life. To some degree, it is true that you have to think about the things you want in order for you to manifest them in reality, but nothing happens until you actually take action. Nothing happens until you actually execute. Nothing happens until you actually do something about it, okay? So this is what we're talking about today. We're going to share with you guys exactly the formula that I was able to use to manifest a lot of goals and dreams um, that I had in my life since, since I was a kid. Uh, to the day I'm talking to you right now from, you know, me uh, watching Texas Walker Ranger in Egypt back when I was 14 years old uh, and imitating Chuck Norris, pretending to, to speak English, but but it was gibberish. You know, seeing myself living in America, even though I was physically in Egypt and fast forward to now I am living in the city of Texas in the U.S. I am an American citizen. Um uh, I did. I used to dress in suits, pretend to be a business owner and a and a businessman when I was a kid, and that's always was the thought that I had about myself growing up. I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur, right? Even before I knew what the word entrepreneur meant or existed, right? So the point here, I am obviously a business owner. I am an entrepreneur, and I am successful, and. Um, so I'm not saying this to impress you. I'm saying this to impress upon you the, that you can absolutely control your destiny and you can control everything that happens in your life. I used to always have that vision when I was a kid that I will have a family at a very young age and um, be still young when my kids are grown up. And that's exactly what's happening, right? So my oldest daughter is 19. I'm 39. So there's 20 years you know, exactly apart between us. I was 19 when I got married. I was 20 when I had her. So uh, I have three girls, 19, 16, and 9. So 
to me, I believe that um, I will considerably still be young when my kids are grown up, right? So I think a lot of things happen in my life. Uh, you know, the fact that I'm speaking to you in English right now, um, I, do, I do believe that I still have maybe a very minor accent that you might pick up on, especially when I say a few words. But to the most part, I think I speak English perfectly, right? And I think I do speak English better than a lot of people that were um, that were here for longer than I have. I've, I've been in the U.S. now for 22, going on 22 years. Actually, it's been 22 years, 22 years. It was July 97 when I came. So it's exactly 22 years. And uh, there are people that have been in the, in the country for 40, 50 years, and they still have a very thick accent, right? So... I used to 100%, you know, envision myself speaking English as if I was born here. And believe it or not, there are people that are born here that they still have a thicker accent than me just because of the environment that they live in, uh, where the native tongue is spoken a lot more than English, right? So the point I'm trying to make right here is everything that I have experienced and I continue to experience in my life were in the beginning just an idea, a thought in my mind, Right. But here is where people make a mistake, okay? A thought by itself is irrelevant. It makes absolutely nothing, okay? There's a combination to the lockbox in order for you to actually manifest, to create this idea, to create this thought into a manifestation in the physical world, physical reality. And this is how it works, okay? So first starts with um, a thought. You think about something that you absolutely um, want, Okay? And, and this is crucial, guys. Make sure you focus on the things you want, not on the things you don't want. Like, don't say, I don't want to be fat anymore. Well, you're focusing on fat, okay? I don't want to be broke anymore. You're focusing on broke. I don't want to feel this way again. You're focusing on that feeling, okay? I don't want to be hanging out with this person again. Well, you're focusing on that person. The point here is, your thought has to be on something you want. Instead of saying, I don't want to be fat, I just say, I want to be fit. I want to be fit. I want to be freaking beast, right? Um, if, you don't, if you don't want to be broke, don't say, I don't want to be broke. Say, I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich, right? So that's the point. You have to focus on the things you want. So your first thought has to be about something you want, not something you don't want, okay? So now after the thought, you have to 100% Make sure that you accompany with the thought a feeling, right? A feeling like you have to be very vivid in your description of the details in order for you to feel it. You have to feel it, right? You have to feel it. And the best way for you to feel it is to freaking move around. Just go for a walk, right? You can't be feeling something when you're laying down in bed. You can't. I mean, you, you will, but there's not a lot of uh, emotions involved with that motion, right? Tony Robbins always says, motion creates emotion. Motion creates emotion. The more you feel, the more you move, the more you feel, right? So if you want to feel in a big way, you need to move in a big way, all right? So I would highly recommend that you guys start freaking taking walks when you're doing these exercises, right? So anyway, so now that you accompanied a feeling with that thought, you're going to feel a certain way. No, no. Those feelings now produce some sort of action, right? Every single time you do something, every single time you commit an act is because you felt a certain way, okay? When you end up going to the restroom, for example, 
It's because you had the feeling and the urge that you have to go to the bathroom. That's why you go, right? When you end up uh, going to uh, make a sandwich or you go to a restaurant to eat, it's because you felt hungry, right? That's that's the point I'm trying to make. You Every action you take is, is because you felt a certain way. There's a feeling that uh, caused you to act this way, okay? Now... So now that you acted, there is always going to be a result from that action. There is always going to be a result from that action. Okay. So if you had a good thought, it produced a good feeling, and you obviously took a good action, what do you think the result will be? Good result, right? If it was a positive thought, positive feelings, positive action, and it produced a positive result, right? What is that going to create in your mind now? A belief, okay? So now you're going to form a belief. The belief is, oh, I am really fit, or I am wealthy, or I'm becoming rich, or I am very successful, or I'm becoming successful, right? Well, that belief now is going to feed your identity, Right. You, you, you start to basically describe who you are. Right. And guys, it's you know, the, the like I, the way I like to um, share the, um, the diagram when I'm explaining this is really a circle. Right. It's a circle with arrows. Right. So it starts with the thought and then belief and then uh, feeling. I'm sorry. It starts with a thought, then a feeling, then an action, then a result, then a belief and then an identity. And then the identity is going to start producing more of the same thought. Okay. So your belief is 100% really the bedrock um, of everything else. Because how you believe certain things is how you obviously get more of that. Right. And that's the reason why the rich gets richer and the poor gets poorer. Because it's a, it's a cycle. It really is a cycle. So when you believe that... Um, you live in a, the greatest time, the greatest time um, humanity has ever lived, right? Because of all the technological aspects that we have, everything that we we want, we can absolutely accomplish in literally literally a couple of clicks, either on our phone or our computer. Sometimes, um, I mean, that's your belief, right? So therefore, you are going to act in accordance to that belief. Your thoughts are going to always be reflective of that belief, right? Your identity is going to be reflective of that belief, right? But if you believe that the world is ending, um, the world has no good anymore, everything is uh, horrible, everybody's out to get you, um, it's not fair, you know, all these things. Well, if that's your belief, then your identity is going to be more of like a victim. I'm a victim. Poor me, poor me. Everything is happening to me. You know, everybody's out there to get me. That's your that's your identity. Your identity is you're someone who has no control over his or her life, right? You're a victim, not a victor, right? That's your identity, right? But if you have a positive, empowering belief that says, I am in control of my life. I am in control over my life. I am a successful human being. I accomplish everything I set my mind to. Nothing stands in my way. Nothing stands in my way. I am a beast, right? Like if this is your belief and this is how you believe, your identity obviously is shaped by that belief, right? So your identity becomes I'm an entrepreneur, 
I'm an influencer, right? I'm an educator. I'm a connector, right? I'm a problem solver. That's your identity, right? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm a self-employed individual, right? Or I am a great sales professional, right? I'm a, um, yeah, we saw, we talked about problem solving. So, I mean, that's your identity. You become that person, right? You become it. And then because you become it in your identity piece, well, now what? Well, now your new attitude is going to be, I'm sorry, your, uh, your thought process is going to be reflective of that. So you're always thinking about how you can influence. You're going to always think about how you can solve problems. You're going to always think about how you can start businesses or solve problems, um, you know, which usually what entrepreneurship is. You're solving someone else's problem, and that's why you're benefiting from it, okay? So that's, that is the equation and the formula of creation, guys. If you've ever wondered how the people that achieve and accomplish things in their life um, and seem to accomplish things at a very rapid pace while you're still standing still is because they understand the formula, they understand the process, they understand the creation um, equation, right? Actually, you know, this is a, a great title for my new book, The Creation Equation. So um, this is it, guys. This is it. Focus on that. And I promise you the rest is, uh, I always say this, uh, uh, you know, it's one of my uh, own saying that became a quote, and I'm very proud of it. Focus on the mechanics, the results are automatic. Focus on the mechanics and the results are automatic, right? The mechanics are focus on your freaking thoughts, how you think, the things that you basically send out to the universe, right? Your orders, focus on that. Accompany it with great freaking emotional attachment to it. Feel it. Feel it as if you've already accomplished it. How does that make you feel? Repeat that over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes a part of you. Until you become obsessed with it. Obsession in this situation is a great thing. I know obsession about a lot of different things are not good for you. But in this specific situation, obsession is key. You've got to become very obsessed with it, that nothing else matters. You have to live in a bubble called whatever that desire is, right? That's the bubble. I lived in a freaking bubble when I was a teenager called America. I literally lived as if I was living in America, yet physically 7,000 miles away, right? You've got to be obsessed with whatever you want. I was obsessed of becoming a business owner and successful business owner for the longest time, right? And I would literally feel what that felt like running my own business, having employees under me who depend on me, right? Growing my name brand in the community, right? These are things that I would actually envision in my mind way before I actually started the business, right? I've always, you know, I was always obsessed of writing books, right? Until I wrote my very first book, you know, last month and published it. It was always in my mind for the past 16 years. I was obsessed with it, right? But again, the level of, of, of obsession is going to basically determine the speed on what, how, how you accomplish this thing. I mean, my obsession 
with opening a business was obviously a lot greater than my obsession with writing a book. And that's the reason why I opened up the business a lot sooner than I wrote a book. Does that make sense, guys? So your level of obsession will control or determine the speed um, of what you're going to have, you know, and how you're going to receive these things or how fast you're going to get it. Okay, so you got to become super freaking obsessed with it that you're thinking about it pretty much all day long, all day long. You're thinking about it. That's how you're going to generate that feeling that I'm talking about. And the stronger the feeling, the stronger the manifestation process and the quicker it happens. Okay, let me do this again. The stronger your obsession and feeling towards something, the faster the manifestation process takes place. So that's it for you guys today. Enjoy your day. Uh, If you have any questions or you need uh, more conversation about this, uh, hit me up. You know how to reach out to me. Uh, But to the most part, if you just listen to this uh, episode a couple of times and write and take notes from what I shared with you today, I think you will absolutely find it very, very beneficial, very valuable. And I want to hear from you guys, okay? If you found it valuable, you found it beneficial, and you felt like it's absolutely an aha moment for you, let me hear about it. And I want you guys to, you know, share your uh, experiences with me because that's what's going to encourage me to continue to do this for you guys. Take care.